the Sunshine Patriot in a Crisis shrinks from the service of their country. Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tier. And today we're joined by Mr. Balder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Aren't you scared you're going to be, you know, everybody's going to think you're Canadian like they do on TikTok now? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I got a TikTok comment section. <laughs> the fuck off. Like, you've got a lot of problems up there in Canada, don't you? I'm like, bro, there's an American flag in the background of the video. It's not really an American flag. Your Ojo's not work. <laughs> Do you, wait, wait, what was that? Fucking Spanish for eyes, Ojo's. <laughs> Fucking Ojo's. Ojo's. Ojo's, yeah. Ojo's, your Ojo's. Do your Ojo's not work? You know what? Fuck it. From now on, that's what I'm calling them. <laughs> hey! Your Ojo's working not, motherfucker! <laughs> okay, I just wanted to be known that the uh, people may not understand why I'm going to say this, but fuck you, Odin. Fuck you. Wait, what? What did I do this time? Besides the fucking book and the fact that other chat rooms are starting to ask you about the goddamn book? Yeah, and then and you pop the videos. Like, hey, pre- wait, wait, wait. Okay, so the fact so... that he has to preface that with "What did I do this time?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, to be honest, back in uh, back in March of 2020. Now we're not going to cover this until later, but uh, in March of 2020, I started to warn people about the mark of the beast, the social credit score, the not being able to buy or sell. Because you could see it coming with the technology that was being developed at the time. And I knew some stuff that other people didn't. But the final straw was when Amazon said, let us scan your palms so that you can pay for everything through your palm print. That was in March of 2020. Right. So that actually is what started me uh, writing the book. So tonight we're going to cover chapter one the mark of the beast and the establishment of the social credit score but before we go into that evil stuff let's laugh at karma shall we <laughs> so we had mentioned this before and it was a comedian on stage live performing she just gets out she makes one joke and then she gets smited is about the only thing i could think of so i want you to listen to the bangs. Now you can't see it, but we can. So listen to the bangs. Ready? No. Double vaxxed, booster, flu shot, and I'm going to be honest, I have the shingle shot too. And I still get my period. What? Yes! Traveled, went to Mexico twice, 
Did shows, meet and greets, never got COVID. Clearly, Jesus loves me the most. Seriously. So Listen. nice. So nice. Ah. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know that we're not supposed to laugh at other people's pain. But the fact oh, that she sits here that. and has she the audacity. When, it, when it's karmic justice, it's okay to laugh at. The, the fact that the moment that she says, Jesus loves me the most, and she gets smited. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not mo much of a religious man, but I like it when the deities have a sense of humor. <laughs> All I got to say is, like, there was no pause. There was so nice, so nice. Yeah, she literally took oh, one. You could literally see her <laughs> eyes roll in the back of her head. Oh, also, there were two bangs there. The first one was her hitting the mic stand because she's on like a stage at like the LA Improv. Yep, and on the way down, the... she hits that and then the ground. There is no oh, saving. Exactly. There is no. They said she fell hard like, enough that she's fractured her skull too. Yeah. What's funny is, Mike is stand is... on a fucking fence post. It didn't even budge. <laughs> right. What's crazy <laughs> is is that if you read the article in which this comes out in, right? People initially thought it was part of the act, so they didn't even react. Oh, shit. Like, oh my gosh, it wasn't until several minutes passed when people went, okay, this joke is getting old. Maybe it was serious that she fell on the ground. Like, uh, Houston. <laughs> All right. So now we can work into it's not quite no, as no, no, funny. No, 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 no. I'm not done with this yet. Oh, I'm not done with I this know. at all. Let's start off with, uh, that's a shitty joke, and the people that were laughing at the setup to that joke have no sense of humor. Well, she's <laughs> she's making Still fun of... Damn it. She's making fun of the unvaccinated. That's why she, she said that. She didn't do a good job and of all, it, though. And she's making fun of all the people who had all of these conspiracy theories, all of this stuff. Right. Well, mm -hmm. today we're going to dive into the conspiracy theories. We're going to talk about chapter one. So, uh, Mr. Reaper, you wanted to know where my book started. This is it. So, but, but before we get there, wait, before we get there, we're going to talk about the COVID narrative that is collapsing. Oh, by the way, I was, uh, I was, I was vindicated today. Somebody else came out and said that, uh, um, somebody else came out and said that uh, the Democrats have 90 days to totally abandon the COVID narrative and get people to believe the second great lie. You know, after the first great lie, which is the Republicans and Democrats switched parties. So they have 90 days to get people to believe that Republicans were the one who were pushing for the masks and the mandates and the vaccines and all of that stuff. And it was the Democrats who actually stood against Nobody it. Nobody could be that fucking stupid, can they? Yeah, no. I beg to differ. <laughs> then again, I have seen what people do to each other on. Yeah, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. Wait, there is hope, though. The hope is, is that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis refuses to let it go. Like he is a dog on a bone. I'm going to play you an interview that he did today where he literally just brings it to them. 
in other states, you know, around the country about, oh, we're going to lift mass mandates on these little children as if somehow they've just had an epiphany or even some suggest the science has changed. And let me just tell you, the science has not changed one iota. Uh, we knew from the beginning, and that's why Florida never imposed a mass for force masking policy on school children, and that's why we fought to liberate the kids uh, from the force masking uh, that was done on the local level, uh, because there was never a justification for it. You know, if you look at what CDC and Biden's administration did, they are outliers in the rest of the world. You look at all the other industrialized countries, not one country was as absolutely insane about force masking kids as the United States government was. And I'm proud to say in Florida, you know, we stood up to the Biden administration, we stood with the parents, uh, and we stood with the well-being of the kids. And I can tell you, these kids are so much happier being able to go to school without having to wear masks for eight hours a day. So when you start to see them kind of reevaluate or say all this, just understand this. The science didn't change. Well, the medical science didn't change. The political science changed. They feel the heat. They know that voters have been tired of perpetual lockdown policies. They know that they have basically Adam. offered no off-ramp, and, and they know that they're Big fixing Ron. to get looked at the polls. And so that's what's causing the epiphany. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, if they had looked at the actual science from the beginning, uh, they would have known that this was something that Florida was right on. And so uh, I, I'm interested. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I, have, I love I it. A, I have a bit of a, a comedic correction to make on there. They, The Democrats did have an epiphany. It's called they looked at a calendar and saw that the year was an even number. So they have to make yeah. themselves <laughs> like some totalitarian dick no, but what's funny is this is the opposite of what they had in 2020 because in 2020 they here wanted to lock everything down because they understood that misery would cause all of their people to get voted or all of the republicans to get voted out of office and do damage to donald trump now it since the shoes on the other foot they're like oh crap do you realize that as of February 2nd, there were exactly nine months until the 2022 election? They have 90 days. They will be done with COVID in 90 days. COVID will cease to exist in terms of mandates. And I go so far as including removing them from airplanes. Well, in any state that isn't run by a Democrat, COVID hasn't existed for a year and a half. Fair. Hell, COVID hasn't existed for closer to 20 months here in South Dakota. We never Unless, had statewide mandate. It's always been up to counties and cities. Unless you live um, in Sioux Falls and Rapid City, COVID hasn't been a thing in the state of South Dakota. Unless you have any on, presence on like the internet. People. <laughs> unless unless you have any unless you have any presence on social media. Because COVID is still loud and strong there. If you have anything that goes against COVID narrative, if you have anything that goes against the government's narrative on uh, vaccines, uh, everywhere. 
if you want to stand up against the mandates, you're still listed as you know uh, domestic terrorist. You're still listed as a as a troublemaker, right? That type of thing. So yes, we in Florida we haven't been celebrating COVID. You know the meme. Oh, y'all are still playing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. So, all right, are we ready for the? Are we ready for the deeper subject? Hold on, just okay. a quick question. How's okay. everybody's winter of illness and death been for you guys? Oh, it's been really great. I'm the only one that's not vaccinated in the entire fucking family, and I'm the only one that doesn't have COVID. But sure, it's awful dark, awful cold, and I'm feeling like I'm a little... It's cold, women. but it's because it's fucking winter. It's cold as shit. Yeah. <laughs> everywhere, it's... everywhere around the world is complaining of uh, uh, abnormally colder temperatures than usual, right? Snow and fucking Texas again, and you know freezing temperatures and you, places you that haven't seen. Absolutely insane. What? So af- after Joe Biden says that anybody who's unvaccinated prepare for a dark, cold winter of severe illness and death, this is the first winter that I haven't gotten sick. <laughs> right. Well, that's because I'm, the cold usually, and flu has ceased yeah. to exist. Oh, that's right. Well, that's right. We yeah, usually around like the hey, we found the cure January, for the common cold. I'm out for fucking three Stupid. days. Yeah. COVID. COVID's the cure for the common cold. <laughs> no, COVID is the common cold now. Oh my God. It's all yeah. the same. <laughs> all right. So we're going to go out a lit. Is that which one is that? That is the Spark Raspberry Lemonade one. Oh, I like the Spark Ooh. Zero. In the cans, in the bottles, I can't stand that stuff. It's got a film on it or an aftertaste <sighs> that bothers me. This one's, this one's enough to make your toes curl. I like it. All right, so let's let's do a little history lesson, shall we? About how we mark people. For context, okay. they were just talking about Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> so so we go from let's talk about Mountain Dew. Ooh, Mountain Dew flavor. Mm. By the way, if you ever decide you want to sponsor us, I'm here for it. Just saying. I mean, he's stuck in your company for how much? On the daily. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let me let me stack the ones that I've just drank today. Uh-huh. So let's see. <laughs> oh shit! This wait, hold on. The ones in my car. These and the re- oh wait, and then this one, and then this one, and I know you can't see it, but you guys can. <laughs> You deserve stock. Yo, not, Mountain Dew, hit a... us up, boy. <laughs> there's All only right. one. There's only one person I think beats you with your Mountain Dew, and that's that's Dr. Pepper and and Coop. Oh my God! Well, that's because I supplement with a healthy thing of Monster, yeah, and, Monster. Monster and Monster, <laughs> and Monster, and a Monster. <laughs> I thought I was the one with a caffeine addiction. Holy fuck. Hey, I didn't even show you my pre-workouts yet. Did you well, already drink those before friends, we started? 
Yeah, I should be screen recording this because all of my friends say I have a caffeine addiction because I drink a monster every morning. I should screen record this and like this is what my friends do. This is oh, I forgot one, and I got this. Like I come, I come prepared with a case of of the tall boy monsters. (laughs) Okay, okay, just just monster. You want to sponsor us too? Oh yeah. I I do the hardcore sports. I could fit in with the brand. Okay, okay. <laughs> Hold on a minute. I'd like everybody to understand that the three individuals in this podcast right now are not really human. We run off of the power of rage, nicotine, and caffeine. Sponsored by Bayer. For me. <laughs> yeah. Baby aspirin for those heart attack days. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast <laughs> is sponsored by Xanax. Get your <laughs> rest. Of, he's talking about Xanax. The rest of us are like, I have a legal speedball. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to hey, you by. Oh, <laughs> I can see you now. So, uh, Odin, how do you go back to sleep? Brought to you by Delta Eight. <laughs> Brought to you oh. by Sour Dabble Oil. Brought to you by the only one that can't do it. Damn it. <laughs> all right. So fuck all y'all. So let's do let's do a history lesson, shall we? We're gonna go all the way back. All the way back. Not all the way back, but all the way back to 1941. So what we what are we discussing about the 41s? Yeah. In 1941, they used metal stamps that they used to tattoo the Auschwitz prisoners. They would guarantee that they couldn't escape and that they would be forever marked. And the only reason that I bring this up is because I want you to look at the shape. <laughs> There's a reason for that. We, <laughs> Fuck we you. Those, those are evil. So it's a little bar. Livestock. You can use those to tattoo cow's ears. Those fuckers yes. hurt. Them, yes. them bitches hurted. <laughs> So that is what they used in Auschwitz uh, to sit here and tattoo their prisoners. They would sit here and they'd mark them and then they'd give them a number and then they would sew it onto their uh, clothes. So we're going to move forward some. Uh, We're going to go all the way back to 2017. Needle-free patch makes vaccination as easy as putting on a Band-Aid. Remember, we were talking about the Mark of the Beast, right? Okay, this doesn't seem too bad. <clears throat> Needle-free patch makes vaccination as easy and putting on a Band-Aid, right? Isn't that a bit disingenuous? No, it's just like putting on a Band-Aid, right? Well, putting on a Band-Aid isn't the hard part about putting on a Band-Aid. It's taking the fucker off. <laughs> well, they don't want you to take it off. Let's go to our next one. Scientists propose tattoos to solve vaccination issues. Oh, for Tracking sake. who's received vaccinations, which ones remain a daunting task for medical professionals, especially when it comes to keeping tabs on children. MIT researchers funded by Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation says that invisible tattoos may be the best way to deal with this tracking issue. But maybe that's a step too far. Can Maybe. we just talk about the date that this article was posted? January 24, 2020. Yeah, COVID hadn't even been on U.S. soil yet. Yes, and they were already talking as two to Kobe ten nanometers. Bryant was still alive. <laughs> right? It will admit a near-infrared light and a safe for deep tissue insertion. As of right now, researchers are exploring uh, uh, 
Hey, numerous medical uses, including most notable and tumor imaging and all of this stuff. Yes. I'm looking at the fucking picture. Oh, I was wondering if you would notice that. Look, the it's the same shape as the Oswich tattoos. <laughs> it really is. Just like go a hundred bajillion times smaller. Okay, so but you know, you know, let let let's let's play with people. I mean, not play with people's heads. Let's sit here and we'll we'll sit here. We'll give you know society the better for the doubt. Maybe we won't go down that path. <clears throat> Anyhow, uh, they're already inserting RFID chips in Sweden and Norway. We've covered that before ad nauseum, and they're talking about that that's going to be the new COVID pass. However, before we get to that point, I told you that it would come in stages. And I warned people that it would come in stages. It would come in uh, paper, right? You would have the paper. Then people would lose the paper. The paper would be forged. And then it would be a phone app, a QR code. In Canada right now, there's a trucker who's up there who just wanted to go catch a movie. He had his COVID vaccination, including the, including the booster, right? Because remember, they're not there against the vaccine. They're there against the mandates. Right. Right. So he brought his ID, three forms of identification. He doesn't own a phone. He could not go watch it, even with all the paperwork, because he did not have a QR code. Do you think I'm reaching too far? I'm going to play you. This is a little bit of a longer video, but I want you to pay attention because it sits here and this is mainstream news in Great Britain talking about their talking about their app that they have that they want to bring out now i'm going to give you some context on this because i think it's important up oh, there goes the mountain dew tower i built so what is this the one that we something. watched before we started yes oh god this so, will the heebie-jeebies all right so drinkers it is the nhs app and it's been updated to include far more than your COVID-19 vaccination status. It will be used for domestic purposes, a.k.a. social credit score, right? Which could begin including going to concerts and mind it up, including accessing money or being able to go and buy food. Gee, where have I heard that before? Mark of the Beast. So anyhow. Written in the fine print are special categories which collect data. Here's what it collects data on you. Ready? Physical health conditions, mental health conditions, family history, information, lifestyle and social circumstances, ethnicity, place of origin, genetic biometric details, alleged and criminal convictions. What does that have to do with your vaccination status? This is the beginning of the social credit score. Now, in China, if you go anywhere without your phone, to monitor you, you can go to jail, right? Now, where have we seen this kind of system? China, right? So why does the prime minister over there want to implement an entire COVID-19 vaccine passport, even though they're, they're claiming that they're going to pull back on all of the uh, lockdowns? Because once they get you to accept this, they don't need a lockdown. You will carry your own electronic leash. Your cage, your chains to slavery. Kind of reminds me of a certain goat boy, except you'll have yours in your pocket, not around your ankle. Ah yeah, <laughs> essentially. So let's play this one. 
I am the furthest person you will ever get from a conspiracy theorist. It is always, in my mind, a cock-up, not a conspiracy. When people say, oh, there's some big plan to turn us into China and they're going to watch everything that we do, I sort of roll my eyes and think, yeah, yeah, put the foil tin hat on. There are some developments in the last couple of days that are incredibly worrying for me. And I think we'll be worrying a lot, a lot of my listeners as well. Let's just go back to the beginning here. There was talk about having a vaccine passport for us to be using domestically. And then there was talk about having a vaccine passport, a way of proving your vaccine status to be able to travel abroad. I, I don't have an issue with that second one. Uh, you download the NHS app. It's going to show you've had your vaccines. Not so much an issue. I'd rather have it on a piece of paper, frankly. Uh, but, you know. Now, see, this is the point right here is where they sit here and they start to sit here and get you. OK, I understand the purpose of an app. I would rather have it on paper, but I understand that people are going to lose their papers. OK, we'll continue. Hold on. I know I'm just here for comic relief, so I'm just going to say this now. I hate that Birch TV is so wonderful and that they can say things like cock on TV. It's really a good thing about Britain. <laughs> okay. Again, I'm just here for comic relief. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. I can understand that. A lot of people say they wouldn't have it for domestic use. The government said, oh, these are separate things. Don't worry. The development in the last couple That should of worry you tells us that's not the case what's happened well um I, I completely share your concern and worry about this i'm extremely worried about it um and if the question is is there a big plan for covid passes yes there absolutely is i mean it's just irrefutable now and i actually think it's been in place for many 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 months um and the government has been barefaced lying about it and january of 2020 lady this is a this is a point that cannot be assumed. at least that long you know, we have ministers on record saying um last year at the end of last year in november there are absolutely no plans for vaccine passports um it's not going to happen and at that time they were actually signing contracts for tech companies to develop them multi-million pound pay attention to that while they were telling you and telling the public there are no plans there were plans okay not to quote uh oh i can never remember his name the black guy that said that uh the first is first for a reason the second one's there just in case oh first one doesn't yeah he made another one. He goes, uh, how can you not believe in conspiracy theory? Like, I get it that you don't believe in all conspiracy theories, but are you just thinking that's, the government that's passed not a thousand? The, that's not the same guy. Uh, whatever. Either way. Like, you you don't believe that. <laughs> you're sitting here telling me you think that the government's batting a thousand. Look, if the government tells you there is no way this is going to happen, then you need to be like, bet six months or four. Yeah. You <laughs> looking at your watch. <laughs> just like six months or four. All right, let's go. <laughs> But no, I mean, oh, that was Cat Williams, wasn't it? Yeah. So you sit here. Yeah. So you sit here and you look, and gee, they were signing contracts the same time that they were telling people. Kind of like the government was getting in bed with Moderna in 2017, right after Fauci made the statement that Trump was going to face a pandemic during his presidency. There's nothing quite like a self-fulfilling prophecy. All right. All right, here we go. We'll continue.
is that uh, we're still in this kind of twilight zone where the government is pretending that they are having a review, they're thinking about it very seriously, Michael Gove is scratching his head. And uh, meanwhile, the COVID uh, vaccine status function has been put onto the general NHS app. And if you read the privacy notice, it says, this data will be useful for further aspects of unlocking as they arise, e.g. attendance at domestic events. Mm -hmm. This is a matter of constitutional significance. We have never had IDs in Britain. We don't have internal passports. We don't want internal health passports. Um, the Conservative government knows that a lot of their own backbenchers are up in arms about this. In fact, there's well over the, the amount needed to uh, execute a rebellion if, if needed. And, and also, uh, of course, La the Labour Party has, uh, I mean, they, 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 they criticised it, but then sat on the fence. But if the Labour Party joined them, then that would be defeated. Can I just clarify, though, what's happened again? So the vaccine passport again my mum downloaded it ready to go on holiday yes one of those naughty amber list people oh, isn't she terrible um after her double jab um to prove that she's got her double vaccine uh, and so she can get into to france um but now it's been updated and these apps most people just click on yeah it just update automatically it's updated to to add a lot of other things now um special category data has been added uh, so information relating to the individual's physical or mental health condition not not just related to vaccinations information relating to the family this is what's written on the app i'm not making this stuff up information relating to the family of the individual and the individual's lifestyle and social circumstances is on the app information which relates to the ethnic origin of the individual information relating to the genetic biometric details where processed to uniquely identify an individual and criminal convictions or alleged criminal behavior what the hell has any of that got to do with proving whether you've had two jabs or not wake up it's, it's so alarming it's so disturbing um and ding I mean, I'm dong. Still actually in somewhat uh, a level of, of, of disbelief about anyone this. home to check this out uh, with our with our legal team because it's not all right so what happens when people like the trucker in canada I, and i'm done with this video Would i'm not like gonna to have play a it talk all about our lord and savior jesus christ <laughs> right <laughs> so you sit here and uh, so you get people who don't have a phone or people like us who'd be like, well, I'm not carrying that damn phone jab or not jab. Screw you. You don't need that information. So let's well, they think about it. We're doing a lot of stuff on the internet and we talk to each other all the time. But if they were to mandate that we had to carry it, there's three fuckers. I know that would be like, fuck that shit. It could sit on the charger at home. I'm not touching it. Well, during the summer, 90% of the time, my phone is only good for playing fucking music. There's no cell signal in the places I'm in during the summer. Yeah, he go up where Jesus don't even. You know, he left his sandals up there, and the devil still can't figure out how to get back out. They call it Devil's Tower for a reason. Now, before we sit here and we go to the final video... Before we go to the one that lays it all out and shows you the different things, let's talk about the mark of the beast and the evil that is walking the earth. Okay. The video of the snarling woman. Ah! Oh, oh no, 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 no. You're going to get me in trouble. You no. know, they already are mad at me for say on TikTok for saying that I'd slap the hell out of those two little white ladies. They were beating on the black guy when I said, hey, he better than me in that situation. I warned him once and told him, hey, these hands are ready to eat for everyone. Keep hitting me. <laughs> I already got in trouble for that. This one's really going to get me in trouble.
Okay, I can skip over it if you really no, if you're no, too no, afraid ahead. to cover it. Oh fuck you! Show it. <laughs> They're gonna be mad at you anyway. Eh, fuck it. All right, so let me give you some context. The woman that you're about to listen to, right? She was arrested for human smuggling in Carrizo Springs last week. Human smuggling cases have spiked dramatically over the last year across the southern border. Gee, I wonder why. Why? So. Listen carefully to the noises. There, the police officers have way more patience than I do. Not that I would smack her; I would straight up shoot her with holy water. And you're about to find out why. Okay, put your feet in. Okay, so when you see this, you all can't see this. She looks like a fucking Neanderthal. Yo, she got a Man, six head. In so we can That's coming from me. <laughs> Balder from Balder. Why is her gut hanging? She's going to close the door. Stay right there. Before She's we just move. staring ahead. Hey, 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 calm down. Calm down. No, no, no. Shoot first. Ask questions later. <laughs> Kick up. the fucking door closed. Back up. Where's the fucking pressure? Get your foot back in there. Get your foot back in there. Ma'am. Ma'am, we're gonna have to tase you. You're not gonna like that. I don't understand what you're telling me. Don't touch its head. I say it's fluent English. All right. So the rest of it, they're just trying to wrestle to get her back in the van. Okay, they decided sorry. we're gonna put her in another vehicle instead of this one. Right, okay. Look, 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 look. We're gonna, we're gonna go ahead and, and, and you all can call me racist for the, but fucking white people, who fucking sticks your hand towards a person that's growling at you? No, you drop kick the door like it's going out of style. And if she still keeps going, you shoot first, ask questions later. Look, I'm not gonna lie, but I, I did a poll in my house, and the, that first initial, ha. Where she comes out of the van with her fingers out like a freaking demon, right? Yeah, would have got her shot by two out of three members in my house. Well, that's only because the other member of your house would have lit it on fire. No, I was the one who wouldn't have shot it on the initial jump scare oh. because I would have held it down and tried to exercise it first because oh. bullets don't stop demons. Just saying. But. <laughs> We're gonna need some holy We're water. Get in the hands of the salt. Lord. We're get in the hands. All right, so like, I'd, I'd have slapped first and be like, "You once dead, you twice dead." Bam! Well, here, here, here are get some the three piece with the soda. Here are some theoreticals as to what happened. Right? Either, right? Either uh, she is possessed by a demon, and considering the fact that she was uh, doing human trafficking, I'm not throwing that option out. Number two, she was on drugs. Again, same reason, possible. Or, because I believe in Occam's razor, right, that she realized that she's in fucking trouble. And she's going to throw up the insanity defense. And for those of you who think, oh, no, there's no possible way that the judge will look at that and say, go, yep, she's crazy as a loon. Let's put her in a loony bin. Need I remind you that there is a 26-year-old man currently serving time in a female juvenile detention facility because he identifies as a woman the day he got caught. 
decided to declare himself a woman. Okay, let me let me put it to you a different way. I see your point. Let me raise you another. Mind you, they convicted Maxwell of being a sex trafficker without actually outing any of her clients. She's the first person in history to be convicted of this crime with a victim. Oh, okay, it's the first time a pimp has went to jail without getting any of the Johns. That about accurate? Yeah, 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 about accurate. She sold an illegal product to nobody. That's what I'm getting out of that. But no, this woman here is literally, to me, she's, she is probably demon-possessed. But Occam's Razor says she realized she's in trouble. She's going to play off the crazy card. Yeah, but well, you see her just sitting there for a second. I, there, I've seen there. that happen. I've seen meth heads in my hometown. They just act all fucking wily and crazy, and they just say, I've got bipolar disorder. I was just freaking out. I was going to say, okay, look, she's sitting there staring, like that thousand-yard stare, ignoring them. And I would have been like, riot shield to the face. All right, it's in. Shut the door. This is why I can't be a cop. Or, uh, I wouldn't fuck around with stuff like that. I'd be like, yep, nope, I don't nope, understand nope, I seen what it. you're saying. As I as I tell you, I don't understand a word you're saying in the fluently in the language that they're speaking. Right. Well, what bothers me though is like you're sitting there and everybody goes, "What's well, unnecessary roughness?" Or it's a uh, abuse of authority, and I'm sitting here going. No, there comes a point. Like, I'm sorry, uh, sex traffickers and human traffickers should not have the same rights as other human beings. Like, also if I drop kick them into a corner, <laughs> yeah, if I happen to drop kick you because I tripped and you ended up flying into the other side of the cruiser, it's not my fault. If I just happen to have my taser pre pulled, and the moment that you sit and go, ah, I go, and and my look- finger cramps, I have. I have a trigger finger and it just locks in that activated position. Not my fault. As a matter of fact, I should get compensation and workers comp because you caused my finger to get locked in that position. Emotional damage. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not one for police brutality, but there comes a point where you have to be like, well, either a, you kick them in the teeth and get them what needs to be done. Or you just turn them loose. You know what's sad? What there, well, you want to bet they'll turn her loose? Yeah, there there comes a point when somebody's a re- resisting arrest that hard that you just have to unleash the hands. All right. <laughs> okay. Not- well, let's be honest. The current state of our southern border. Uh, What's well, southern border? We don't exactly. have a southern border. You know, it is kind of nice though to finally have a. Fence. <laughs> I'd like everybody to be known, though, that it is nice to have a president and an administration that actually cares about borders now. I mean, too bad they're not our borders, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too bad they're borders of not NATO countries halfway across the world. <laughs> All right. Are we ready for the uh, final video? Wait. I thought that was the final. Okay. What's the final oh, No, video? no. It's the one that talks about the microchips. Because we have progressed to that point. Remember, our job is to see her more. You Like, okay, Trapped has a new song coming out. says, Ignorance is Bliss. Well, guess what? We've already taken the damn red pill. So 
we need to sit here and be aware of everything that's going on. So I'm going to play you a video where they 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 explain the microchip in greater detail. Oh, that's why we had to change the subject tonight. This would never fly on fucking YouTube, would it? No, because this was supposed <laughs> to be a Friday night show. And I have lots more, but we're already at 40 minutes and I still have two videos to do and we got to discuss this one. All right, here we go. The Vaccine Alliance, CEO Seth Berkley, immunization needs a technology boost, secure digital identification systems that can store a child's medical history, providing what? every child with a digital yep. biometric identity. Gavi doubled down by becoming a founding what? member of ID2020, a public-private partnership dedicated to spearheading How a global a digital biometric identity time. standard. A vaccine that is delivered using a dissolvable patch. What's that? <laughs> I told you public and private at the same time. Well, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm still trying to wrap my brain around what you just said there. Dissolvable, <laughs> a dissolvable patch. So instead of getting, you know, nicotine patches or THC patches, we're going to start slapping people with COVID. Patches. You saw the little one, the little micro tattoo. This is that. But wait. It goes on. They already got to put it in your milk. I don't know why you're worried. Called a micro needle array. Dissolvable micro needles Look, that deliver is. patterns of near infrared light emitting micro particles to the. Does that look familiar? Back to our history lesson of 1945. Does it look familiar? The skin create particle patterns in the skin of vaccine recipients, which are invisible to the eye, but can be imaged using modified smartphones, something like a barcode tattoo. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation came to us and said, hey, there it is again. <laughs> Bill and Melinda Gates and a tattoo. I, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Last time we had a bunch of megalomaniac bastards running around talking about the better of the human race and tattooing people. It didn't end up so well. Okay, now there, I know there was, a, they... there was a couple of human rights violations. There. Only a couple, right? A little bit but, on constitutionalisms. But allow me to sit here and reference you to Revelation thirteen, where they talk about you shall not be able to mar buy or sell without the mark of the beast, and it's a tattoo that will be implemented, or it'll be a tattoo of some sort of identifying mark on your arm or on your forehead. They want to this... insert this in your hand. What? Why does this asshole look so creepy? He looks like he's constipated. Not to poke fun, but if, I mean, if you were going to pick a picture for a presentation, the guy looking like he hasn't shit in a week wouldn't be the one I would go for. Those that is the what's known as the deceptive frowning while his face, while his mouth is smiling. Yeah, not the best choice. That looks like a grimace. That is, it probably is. They probably all have already tattooed him. He's all right, right moving on. We have a ass. real problem knowing who's vaccinated. So our idea was to put the record on the person to be a digital marker linked to a biometric ID. Eventually, what we'll have to have is certificates of who's a recovered person, who's a vaccinated person. Is now being Bill implemented by a number of governments. On the OnFido provided app uh, to scan their face. Or look, and we, we already have the app. Yeah, but why are we taking advice about viruses from a guy that created a product and then created a virus for the product so he could create a product to fight the virus? Why would we trust the person in, to be in charge of vaccines to make sure that they're safe from the same man who said that we need to kill, kill off two-thirds of the sixty percent of yeah. the world's population yeah. in the next ten years and all the way down to five hundred thousand people or five hundred million people? 
let that sink in. All right, here we go or other biometric data, link that information to a SARS-CoV-2 antibody test or proof of coronavirus vaccination, and then have their picture taken and immunity verified every time they wish to access a restricted space. In 2012, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation helped found the Better Than Cash Alliance to accelerate the transition from cash to digital payments globally. Now pay attention. (laughs) They're talking about that, right? The Better Than Cash. The United States right now is in talks to create a digital dollar. <clears throat> okay, let me say this. That's chapter two, by the way. Do you know the reason why I despise digital currency so much? Because if somebody turns off the fucking power, you're broke? Well, yeah, but I mean, there's nothing there. There's nothing physical. There's no physical representation. There is nothing of substance there. It's just ones and zeros. Yeah. I don't like it. Call me old school. Call me old fashioned. I still like to hold the door open for women that I know are women. But what the fuck? All right. Ready? Yeah. Process of switching the world over to a digital payment grid tied to biometric identity. The different parts of this population control grid fit together like people. He does. But listen to what they just said. A digital currency that will allow you to buy and sell that you have to have with you everywhere you go. Huh. Pieces of a jigsaw puzzle. The vaccination drive ties into the biometric identity drive, which ties into the cashless society drive. In Gates's vision, everyone will receive the government-mandated vaccinations, and everyone will have their biometric details recorded in nationally administered, globally integrated digital IDs. These digital identities will be tied to all of our actions and transactions, and, if and when they are deemed illegal, they will simply be shut off by the government, where every transaction and every movement of every citizen is monitored, analyzed, and databased in real time. It is about control, a biometric identification system tied to a digital payments infrastructure that will be used to track, catalog, and control every movement, every transaction, and every interaction of every citizen is just now coming into view. Yeah, you could take that image off the screen, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, let's, let, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I want to tie this into one of the first freaky fucking videos that Odin showed me of the drones. <laughs> so, hey, we could track everybody down to like a centimeter. You're carrying it around in your pocket. You've got your biometric data. And they also know that, uh, you know, we can we can pretty much tell who's going to be on the wrong side politically. So we're just going to fly these little drones. And then he shows me that blimp that dumps out like 400 fucking drones. It's people like you are what make me not sleep at night. Because there's too much there's too much plausibility to it, especially when you realize who's pushing it is hard. Like we can take a tinfoil hats off at this point and say, look, I mean, it's fucking happening right now. Told you I'm a spoiler alert. Jinx. Not a jinx! If I was a jinx, it would be raw. No, see, the definition of a jinx, and I went and looked it up because I was tired of y'all fucking calling me a jinx. (laughs) Definition of a jinx is something that bad things happen that is unexpected. I tell you what's going to happen. No, you're a jinx because you tell us and then it happens. You can't quantify it. You're saying it or writing it down in that fucking devil book. <laughs> Don't make me put the picture back up. 
Wait, do you have the book? Can we see the book? Yeah, come on. You know, it's less creepy than I thought it would be. Throw it in the sea. No! In the sun! He hasn't come up with a chapter for it to come back from the sun yet. So, uh, chapter 12. Um, But, uh... (laughs) We're done. (laughs) We're just done. This is actually the second one. The first one I burned... And it still kept coming true, so you just figured it might as well just keep it going at this point. I might as well finish the book at this point. No, so, you know, jokes aside, though, like, this used to be something that we considered a conspiracy theory, like, um, far out there conspiracy theory. And then you watch it (laughs) and realize that over the last, what, five years, you could really see it coming to light. It's like, holy crap. Like, even the teabagger over there was starting to wake up like, what does this have to do with anything? It's like, yeah, wake up. Welcome to reality. Have a red pill while you're at it. Right. Now, I disagree with the whole concept of taking a red pill and you're just awake. We've talked about this. You have to keep taking it. I believe it's like the glasses that you wake up every morning and you have the opportunity to put on the blue glasses where you ignore what's going on in the world around you or put on the red glasses. And every day you have to make that that cognitive choice to pay attention to what's happening around you. And it's the same thing with situational awareness, right? Where you sit here and you have to make that conscious decision that this is what you're going to focus on or this is what you're not going to focus on. Yeah, tell me about it. Bah. And yes, the good news is is that for those of you who get overwhelmed, you can go right back to sleep. But I have to warn you, the world is going to get worse. As a matter of fact, I want to I, I want to get everybody's final thoughts after I play this little speech. You like this speech. Mm-hmm. So it is a speech that uh, Steve Dace gave at the Iowa, uh, an Iowa political event, and I I trimmed and cut it up because I wanted to. I got rid of a lot of the applause and the stuff that applies strictly to Iowa. Before you do that, I want to let you know you made a comment about glasses. So I was just checking to make sure I didn't have the you know the CNN glasses where everything's racist. If I let me just tell you all this. Uh, me getting a new pair of glasses I can actually wear while we record these isn't doing any of y'all any favors. Yeah, Why? no, no. You look a lot better when I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> Who, me? <laughs> Good. Then you can my- see this, biatch. <laughs> the bird! I'm actually looking forward to people. I want to get, I'd love to hear what other people think about it because I know what the three of us will probably say. But that's a hell of a speech coming up. All right. So I I cut out certain stuff, right? He's talking about a constitutional convention. And I cut some of the stuff off about the constitutional convention because I think that that is, he's right, that that is a Hail Mary. But Mm -hmm. I also believe that this works in the resistance right now we're seeing it spread everywhere in the world they've just passed out i'm not don't know if i'm supposed to mention it so i won't i won't say anything but there it's starting to spread uh 
the the freedom convoys are they're building up steam all across. Do you sit here and you have people that are are taking their power back from the government and realizing that they have these God-given inalienable rights that they're lying to you that f- the concept of what a, is happening based on the COVID narrative varies from country to country, yet the science is supposed to be settled. That everything is supposed to, you know, you have a, in Canada, you have a, uh, you have an out of control uh, dictator who fled at the first moment, like most bullies, that when you confront them, you find out that they're not as strong or scary as they make themselves out to be. They run like little bitches when you sit here and challenge them, right? This type of people, and you know many of them in your life, I guarantee it. So I want you to listen to this speech. Uh, I want you to take it to heart and listen to what he did. Now, it is interesting to know that Steve Dace is a Christian. So some of what he says is tinged with Christianity. Not that I'm opposed to it, but it, that's what frames his, his head. And he understands the book of Revelations very well. right? But I had a big issue with Steve Dace as a, as a podcaster because he would be the guy who would be like, he's the one who told that that put on me that we have a chance of either national reconciliation or a national divorce right that there was still hope that we could reconcile and at you know with what we have done the work that we have done what we have seen the research we have done and in the bible where it says that there will be a great falling away not a great revival that for me, that decision was clear and that we needed to prepare for it, right? Uh, and I think in this, he's finally starting to see the light. And I could be wrong, but I think there's a lot of hope in here that America's not gone. We have the opportunity to sit here and defend it and fight it for it. But when that time comes, we cannot sit on our ass. We cannot wait for some mystical plan. The power is ours, and we need to fucking take it. So I'm going to play the speech, and then we'll talk about it after. The whole idea of a, of a runaway convention, for example. And then I've lived through the last 10 years. We have a, a runaway presidency. We have a runaway Congress. And then I realized the entire damn government is runaway, and all they do is run me over. So at least I'll take my chances with a runaway convention when I get to show up to that, when you get to show up to that. And then maybe you can run some people over too for a change, as opposed to being the roadkill in this process the entire time. Maybe we get to go on offense for once. We are at the end of a football game. We don't know what a gender is. We don't know what a border is. We don't know what a criminal is. We don't know what a citizen is. Hell, we don't know what a doctor is right now. If your runaway bureaucratic administrative state believes that it has the power and authority to get between a doctor and a patient when a life is at stake. We don't have time anymore to work the process. We don't, there is no process anymore. We don't have time anymore to vote our way out of this. Yes, it's going to be an excellent year for Republicans this fall, but really, what have most of them done to deserve it? Other than, what did they do other than we stood here while Democrats wrecked the country? What else have they done? What is their vision? What is their plan? We can't vote our way out of this. The vast majority of Republicans that will win in November are useless other than speed bumps. We have to take this power back ourselves. We cannot outsource our citizenship any longer. The answer is us. It is now time. Our rights we will maintain, our liberties we prize. We will do this ourselves. We are at the end of the football game. You know, if you're behind in a game, halftime, 
end of the third quarter, even middle of the fourth quarter. The coach would be nuts to call for a Hail Mary pass, right? It is a risky play. Often it gets picked off more than it's caught. Most of the time it just gets batted down into the ground. The reason why we remember the Hail Mary passes that worked, like Tate to Holloway or Flutie to Phelan, is because they almost never work. When do you throw one of these plays? When you're at the end of the game, the clock will go zero. And you can sit around on the sidelines, you can debate with you and your assistant coaches, is this a prudent play, will it work, what's the percentages that will work? The clock is still ticking. The clock will go to zero. When the clock hits, that is going to happen. No matter how much you pontificate on whether this play is prudent, that clock is ticking down. It will hit zero. When it hits zero, the game is over. That's it. There's no more time for any more of your prudence, any more of your planning. The game is over. The scoreboard reads, someone won, someone lost. And that's it. Culturally, that is where we are. This is the end of the game. As they said in a movie that made a little bit of money a couple of years ago, we're in the end game now. We are in the end game now. In this last 23 months, we have seen things happen in this country that we thought was for left behind books. For really bad, cheesy Christian movies that even make us cringe. It was our real life. We watched children choked out with Chinese face diapers that don't work. We're watching doctors and nurses lose their jobs because they won't take a jab that with this new Omicron variant does not work. It doesn't work. We've watched them change the names and titles and definitions of everything. What's a doctor? What's a medicine? What's an election? What's a ballot? Who's a voter? We're in the end game now. The clock, while we pontificate, and the temptation when we, in a state like ours, when we have a good governor and we have a good, and we have a good legislature for the most part, is to say, we don't need to do anything radical here. The good guys are in charge. What happens when the good guys aren't? Mm -hmm. What happens when they aren't? And as we've learned all over the country that Iowa Medical Board going after David Hartsich, why, where did they get such ideas? From CNN, from New York, from California, from the places where the good guys aren't in charge. No, I say to the people representing us that have done a fantastic job these last couple of years, this is exactly why you need to vote for this. This is because ultimately you do believe in representing our interests. That's why you've done it. That's why you've done it well. That's exactly why you need to do one more thing. Return this last mechanism of power back to the people where the power ultimately belongs. Give it back to us. Civilizations end. That's why we have encyclopedias. Empires fall. That's why we have history books. You might be living through the last days of a superpower right now. And if it is, it's not like, frankly, much of this culture hasn't asked for it. Right. However, we will not be a part of a self-fulfilling <clears throat> prophecy. If that happens, it's because it's a sovereign act of God. Not the laziness of a people that were sovereign and left their citizenship at home. But instead recognized the answer is us. It is time for us to take our power back, to call this convention of the states, and then let's find out. Let's see what happens. Let's see who's better organized. I know this. You lose 100% of, of the fights where you never throw a punch. Let's throw a punch or two. Amen. Let's see what happens because the clock is going to hit zero. It is ticking down now as we speak. When this game ends, one world you will win, the other will lose. There will be no more time for pontifications, only obituaries. And frankly, I want the other side's worldview walking out of here on a body bag, not mine. I like politics when my yeah. side wins, not theirs. William F. Buckley used to say that he would rather be represented by 535 random names in the phone book than every member of Congress and the Senate. We're looking at how many of our churches were eager to close and not eager to reopen. Looking at how eager too many of our hospitals and medical professionals are eager to treat, 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 treat you like a lab rat or not treat you at all. Looking at how eager so many that we elect are to disregard their constitutional responsibilities, their own moral conscience. I trust the people in this room and people like you all over the country to preserve this last best hope for freedom east of Eden than I trust any of those damn elected officials. Don't take no for an answer. Demand your power back. And then when you get it, when they call this convention, you damn well better wield it. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> all right. So the part of that speech that sticks out to me the one that I listen a lot is that if this country falls, it's going to be uh, based on the decision of a sovereign God, right? But he follows it up with, which means if we're going to leave it up to that, then we need to do everything. We need to leave nothing on the field. We need to act. 
If it falls, don't let it be because we're lazy. Let it be because God has determined that this is what's going to happen. Right? Don't just sit back there and be like, well, I'm waiting on a plan. Well, I'm waiting. (laughs) You and the goddamn plan. You bring that up just to bring up my blood pressure. I do. What I like right there is like when you get that power, you better you just better fucking wield it. And right? that's what I think people end up doing. They end up getting a little bit of power and they go, oh, we're good now. See, I've got a big stick now. Or my guy won. Imagine what would have happened if all of all of the conservatives, all of the right, fuck, even the people on the left, right? That when their guy was in charge had the same energy as when their enemy was in charge. True. How much they would hold the government accountable. Just Hell, think they about can't that. even hold themselves accountable at this point. Sorry. Fair. I get it. I get it. All right, Mr. Balder, what do you think? Keep fighting. Whether it be with your hands or your voices, keep fighting. Everybody in any elected position knows that the common folk is pissed off, and that's why they are moving at the pace that they are. It's because we're fucking pissed, and they can't stop everybody. Right. Keep raising, even if your guy is in charge, keep raising your voice. If they, if your guy does something you don't like, fucking tell them, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, it's the complacency that has really gotten us as far. Like, look at Texas. Texas has been complacent for years because it's the biggest Republican stronghold probably in the world. Texas damn near flipped. All these people flocking from California into Austin. Texas is a toss-up now. Yeah. And that's because well, people were complacent. They don't They don't want... They fought, they got it, and then they tried to rest on their laurels for too long. And well, we're, seeing, we're seeing it here. I'll, I'll use South Dakota again as an example. It is very Republican. But they're resting on the laurels of our booming tourist industry, even through the pandemic. But every other industry is on the decline because of what our fucking government is doing. And it's pissing people off. And people my age are finally starting to raise their voice. And everybody's like, oh, fuck. Right. Well, it's like, go ahead. I just want to say that the problem is you, you mentioned complacency. The problem is they get a little bit of power. They, they feel justified. They get comfortable and what has been one of my biggest bitching points whenever we're going through and for the ever since the beginning of us starting the podcast i've always said they don't want to rock a boat they don't want to be uncomfortable they don't want to be held accountable well that's why you like my motto so much that comfort is a slow death it is the comfort is a slow death to be comfortable correct if i wanted to be comfortable I would have just stayed home. I would have I wouldn't have moved four hours away to a whole new state where I knew zero people and just actually I, doing my own burnout shit. I was a fucking burnout. I wasn't going anywhere. But I made myself uncomfortable and now look at me. We probably Fuck should pick a better ex- we should probably pick a better example than than our Amish boy down here. No, you're right though. Think no, about it, how no, many no, no. We know? Use that Amish boy. No, that I, Amish I, I boy am. has joined up with 
TPUSA. He's fucking pushing the boundaries of conservative thought. Goes on fucking TikTok drunk for five seconds and gets 300,000 fucking Fuck views. you, dude. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. And now they think that he's Canadian. But jokes aside, when your generation is the one standing up, and most of our generation, well, my generation, and I guess most of Odin's as well, is complacent. They're quiet. They don't. They're lazy. That's what it is. You you did something that most people wouldn't. Most people would just go with the flow. Though, let's be honest. I've known you for a while now. You would have eventually ended up in the middle of fucking nowhere. He's still going to end up in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> let's be honest. He's going to sit here and organize all of these political rallies and be at all these conservative things and get all these people spun up. From a fucking Zoom meeting because nobody will be able to find his ass. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Let's be honest. So <laughs> I, I still think my favorite part's the very ending of it. I'm just going to repeat it again. The very last phrasing that he uses there is like, when you get that power, you better damn well wield it. All right. So with that, I'm Odin. This is Tear. And, uh, Thank you for joining us on another episode. The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.